Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, I emerge from my deathbed to give you the entertainments you so desperately crave. Oh, let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. It's always nice to have Jordan, a guest in the studio with us. Yeah, it's a little outside the box for us, but I now typically we thought we'd give it a try. The two of us usually roll solo. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we have a guest, it might clunk up the works. Sure. Might gum up the gears of hilarity. Sure. Um, but today, I think that we, we've we decided to, as you said, step outside the box, roll the dice, as it were, and, and bring someone in. Uh, that is from the podcast, You Look Nice Today, uh, the hit podcast, You Look Nice Today, which has roughly 10 times as many listeners as our show does, um, the very funny Adam Lissagore. Hey, everybody. I'm most certainly going to gunk up your hilarity today. That's what I plan on doing. Well, don't worry. I'm actually... <laughs> I was suspicious when you came and covered it, honey. <laughs> but I think you literally... You're, like, literally trying to gunk things up. <laughs> also, all those bumblebees. What, why did you bring in all those bumblebees? Oh, it's for charity. Uh, <laughs> I'm, growing a, I'm growing a bee beard for charity. <laughs> people, some people sponsor you. <laughs> yeah. For every... Uh, for every B, another cancer cured. <laughs> another type of cancer. Yeah. Well, you must have five Bs around you. That's pretty good. So Doing what is that? my part. Uh, rectal. Yeah. Tongue. Well, there's two types of rectal. Colo oh, and rectal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's rectal and colorectal. Right. Um, colorectal is right under my left nostril. <laughs> so you've named them after the cancers that they cure. <laughs> Oh, you, oh God! What do you do? What do you do? When Pancreatic you're done? is getting a little frisky right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's the queen. Um, what do you do with them after you? Uh... I, no- I noticed that your smoke cone isn't producing any more smoke. Is that going to be a problem? <laughs> what do you do? Uh, what do you do after the charity events already? Do you set them free? Do you kill them like symbolically? Oh yeah, they're they're bees. You kill them. Oh okay. Yeah, okay. they're horrible creatures. Everyone hates bees. <laughs> yeah. No, you kill them to symbolize killing cancer. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so we have Adam Lissigore here from the effort to eradicate cancer one bee at a time, it's called, right? <laughs> one bee at a time dot org. Yeah. Um, one bee at a time dot org. Uh, I'm, of course, on my deathbed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pretend that I'm vivacious. I'm not going to pretend mm-hmm. that I'm full of life or energy, zip, vim, vigor, uh, Maui, wowie. None of that. No, I mean, you did have you did have a little uh, Cabo Wabo before we started. <laughs> I did have some Cabo Wabo. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I am feeling a little moody, bluesy. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm uh, uh, I, I've got the winter cold. You guys know about this cold? Oh. I take all these different pills, and uh, we'll see what happens. I, I took a lot of different pills. Um, I blew my nose a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got to this point yesterday, um, yesterday afternoon, where just this liquid was just coming out of my nose. Oh, God. 
Do you know what I mean? But like, it's not even snot really anymore. It's like saline solution. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that sounds terrible. Like like, what, like brain fluid or something. Yeah, that's. I don't know what that what that juice is. It's like clear, and it's it's like the consistency of water. Like it's no longer about uh, snot coming out of your nose. Your nose is just it's it's like a leaky faucet. Yeah. You know, I I know you intended this to be one of those like, uh, you know. Doesn't this happen to everybody's stories? But it, I, I'm not familiar with this. No. This seems totally alien no, to me. This seems like no. a unique problem. Really? Yeah. Man, maybe I have something horrible. I, I, I don't know. Do you think I might have pancreatic cancer? Yeah. <laughs> Quick, kill the bee <laughs> to cure his cancer. It's an alchemical situation on this week's Jordan Jesse Go. Okay, well, we have lots of shit to talk about, uh, and we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, I'm Adam. I'm Adam Lissigore, and this sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's your nickname. Yeah. Cool. Is that the name of your band too? Sure. Adam Lissigore and this sound. Yeah, it's like a chick, chick, chick situation. It's like <laughs> yeah. however you, Adam. Um, look, we're we're good friends. I'd say we're good friends, right? Yeah, we, we together we made the the hit web series. Put this on. Yeah, I would like to we go to the more dog than, park. We need more than one for it to be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> the hip, to be hit a... web thing. <laughs> um, Adam, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. I I ride around and you have a. a uh, lovely European motor vehicle. Sure, it's this German. Is, uh, this is an Audi um, uh, station wagon because you're practical. <laughs> it's a sensible car. Um, I like to ride around in your car. You drive. You're a terrible driver, but that's fine. I've Excellent come to driver. accept it. No, yeah, horrible really, really driver. good driver. Spectacularly <laughs> I bad take driver. Risks. I don't know. I drive offensively. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I like to ride in your car. When I'm riding in your car, you consistently are listening to the jazz station. Mm-hmm. Um, K, what, uh, it's a, what is it, 89 point? Something. Something, KJJZ, I believe. KJJZ. Now, Adam mm-hmm. Adam will tell you. Cages. You know, they're, no, they they specifically avoided cages because there is a cages somewhere else. In the, oh, yeah. Yeah, with those call letters. It's just all porno sounds. <laughs> it's just audio from porno movies. My, my favorite station back in San Francisco is KPOO. Um, yeah. uh, really, <laughs> my, my favorite station. What is, what really is and it? truly, it's a it's a public radio station. They play music, mostly just, music, but it's there's <laughs> butt sounds. So the, so the audio audio from butts. It's such a cool station. It's such a great station. I really recommend people listen to it in their iTunes. Um, okay, here's here's the thing, Jordan. Yeah, Adam, when we're listening to the jazz station, if they play vocal jazz. <laughs> Um, let's just say they play, you know, uh, you know, Ella Fitzgerald singing, imagine my frustration with no invitation to dance. Mm -hmm. For instance. For instance, Adam will complain bitterly. He'll be like, what is this? What is this Diana (laughs) Krall bullshit? No, you know, it's usually, but it's usually not the Ella Fitzgerald. It's usually something more contemporary and obnoxious. Something very much more shoulder padded. (laughs) Something from the Buble family, maybe? (laughs) Yeah, a lot of sequins. I think, so, but what I'm trying to say is, 
Adam is a bit of a purist. Mm-hmm. Adam it listens in the it, in his car to the jazz station, and if they veer from the hard bop, yeah. uh, Adam starts getting cross and complaining about it. Yeah, it's a terrible jazz station. And so <laughs> uh, uh, that's my picture of Adam. Now, Adam comes into our studio this morning, and he's singing at full volume. What were you singing, Adam? Uh, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, yeah. uh, sung by... Elton John and Kiki D, I believe. <laughs> He's he comes in here singing, "Don't go breaking my heart, mm-hmm. don't go breaking my heart." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both parts, which is in my brain now. Mm-hmm. So I say to him, Adam, what's the story with "Don't Go Breaking My Heart"? He says, "I heard it on the radio." Now I know. They don't play "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" by Elton John and who now? Kiki D. Kiki D on... I don't even know who that... What is that? She's saying, uh, don't go breaking my heart with Elton John <laughs> oh, on that okay. one record. Okay. You know? yeah. um, <laughs> and then exploded after the recording <laughs> session. Yeah. She was like the uh, vanity to print. Was, was it vanity? Sure. Vanity or Apollonia. Yeah. Either one would have been acceptable. Right. Okay. Um, so... I know that they don't play that song on the jazz station, Jordan. Sure. I know that that is not they're not that's not sandwiched between even even during it's the jazzy. Hour, even during the hour that Adam claims to hate, the one where they're playing a lot of Manhattan Transfer. <laughs> yeah. Um, even then, they don't play Elton John. No. And so I have a theory. This is my theory. My theory is that when I'm in the car. Adam becomes self-conscious. <laughs> right. He and wants he, to impress you. And he puts on the jazz station because he thinks that he's better than me. <laughs> and so he thinks that by putting on the jazz station, he will outclass me, outflank me, because he knows who Bill Evans' drummer was. But then as soon record. as you get out of the car, it's good times, great oldies. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know. I, I, I honestly, I've been accused of that before, so it's it's no new thing for me. I mean, me. Just, I think people are automatically suspicious when someone is casually listening to the jazz day. Yeah, I think it's weird. No it's one really likes jazz. jazz, Adam. No, I know. People Especially tolerate jazz. When I was, uh, I used to listen to uh, j- to jazz radio when I was driving around in my, you know, Volkswagen Vanagon when I was 16, 17 years old, and my friends would roll their eyes then and say. Uh, you only listen to jazz because you want to be different than any, uh, you know, different from everyone else. I was a nonconformist, but not in like not in that way. I mean, I mean, you were already driving had, a van again, how, right? How much cooler could you have gotten? And I had a T-shirt that said nonconformist. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really have a T-shirt that said that? No, now? wouldn't that be good? Okay. Uh, do you like? Do you like legitimately like jazz? Do you like listen to jazz? Is it, or it's not just like a background noise thing like you appreciate. No, it's weird. I really get into the. It's the only sort of music that I really like that I really do get into, and I do get into it. I'm like when I'm when I'm fully in it. Um, you scat? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Whoops. It's just some casual scatting. <laughs> I Bop. do. I'll do. I'll do some Skabop. scat. I'll whistle along. I'll I'll drum along on the steering wheel, and I'll definitely if it's if 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 it's uh, if I'm possessed to, I will scat. Along. You played in a jazz combo. Yeah. You were a okay. jazz bow. Would a jazz you say you're a jazz bow? Sure. Yeah, at different stages of my life, I was a jazz. Not right now. 
You're not, not a jazz bow right now. Not. What did yeah. you play in the uh, jazz combo? Uh, I played drums mostly. Okay. I had a, I had a band in high school that we and we got to play at the Starbucks every week. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you ever uh, when when you're a little you're a little bit older than I am? But yeah. uh, did you uh, when when the swing dancing craze came around? Did you guys try and capitalize on that? No, not at all. That was gauche. You guys thought that was gauche. Yeah, totally. Like it's um. Uh, because big band music is a little bit cheesier, and so that's the kind of for me, that was the kind of music you had to play when you played in the high school band or something. And uh, gotcha. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Swingers, great movie. Oh, of course, the movie but, uh, Swingers. <laughs> yeah, it's money, baby. It's money, baby. <laughs> yeah, Vegas, right? Vegas. Vegas. Oh, I'd like to go to Vegas. Oh, someday. behave, <laughs> Vince Vaughn. <laughs> sure. um, he said his own. His character said the actor's name. Right? He said, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. Where were we? Okay. I never certainly never went swing dancing. You never. You never. You never had the had the urge to maybe maybe take it to the next level, make yourself more commercial by playing swing music. No, not really. If anything, less commercial by playing jazz, and then also by playing jazz horribly. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about swing? There was this guy at UC Santa Cruz. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember this guy, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um. I think maybe he was the same age as me. Uh, he always wore a Harvard sweatshirt. Okay. Um, everywhere, which number one is a red flag. Mm-hmm. Even if you, I think, frankly, I'm going to be honest with you. Anytime you're wearing something that says the name of a college and you're not exercising, um, it's a red flag to me. <laughs> or possibly if you're at the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, that's two times when it's appropriate to Like, even if it is the college that you go to. Like, can you imagine me or Jordan wearing a T-shirt that said UC Santa Cruz on it? Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I have one that I'll put on when I relax around the house. Okay, relaxing around the house is fine too. Yeah, no, if you're wearing some, uh, if you're wearing your cashmere sweatpants, um, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just you're just watching uh, Murder She Wrote, that's fine. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's fine. That's but a familiar scenario as to a, me. As a general rule, I would say it's not appropriate to display your alma mater. Oh, there's one other exception. The one other exception. If you're the first person in your family to go to college. <laughs> you want to rub it in their faces. Yeah, and you're at a family reunion. <laughs> you also carry your diploma around. In that, case, yeah. in that case, it's hey totally... Hey, guys, how's fixing car stereos going? <laughs> it's totally appropriate. <laughs> it's totally appropriate to be proud that you went to college. That's fine. That's great. But let's say you're, you're a student at UC Santa Cruz. Is it appropriate, would you say, to wear a Harvard sweatshirt every single day? <laughs> No, did you ever find out the story on that? I okay, I'll tell you what the story is. This guy was um uh he was a bit of a, what we used to call a CLOD, which was charismatic leader of the dorks. Um which is the person who who sort of who has a group of dorks that follow him. Mm-hmm. Um uh but I think at some point in our college careers he must have alienated his followers. <laughs> Because he started moving from sort of lunch table to lunch table in the dining hall. And um, he would sit down and he sort of talked as though he was a grown-up, but in an awkward way. You know this kind of dork that talks like a grown-up, but in an awkward way. Mm -hmm. And one day he sat down uh, and apropos of nothing... He shared with me and my friends that did not know him. Uh, he said, I've really become interested in social dancing. 
<laughs> yeah. To me, that man is every swing dancer in the history of the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I, I bet eventually he, he met a girl, you know, his, um, his queen, and she was also into social dancing. And I bet they still do it consistently. Like they're, they're well, in now, club they're, and now they're totally into the roller derby. <laughs> yeah. next step. Oh, by the way, that story was crushing. It was like I just felt I felt I felt I feel for that guy. I felt oh, for man, him. Oh man, that CLRD. poor guy. But but he, uh, the, yeah, he without dorks like without a without a group of his own. Yeah, dorks. The, a cloud without yeah. without the dorks that followed him. I think he insisted that they try social dancing. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the impression that I got. He wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, you got the impression that he didn't think it was fun either. <laughs> just that he. He was gonna fucking take care of it. Yeah. Like he was really gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, like a guy who came up with his own theory about how he was gonna meet a girl. Uh huh. And it didn't correlate to anything really um, practical or useful in in his college setting. Maybe. Yeah. Man alive. Man alive. I, I, we have to discourage now people from um, uh, wearing neckties to college. That's one of our big jobs now, as the as the creators have put this on, mm-hmm. yeah. is uh, a young person, uh, bless their hearts, uh, will email us and say, I, I want to know why when I go to college people think it's weird when I wear a necktie. Okay, I didn't know it wasn't. I didn't know it was weird uh, to wear a tie neck college. So you're gonna have to educate me too. Yes, like, you did. You knew it's weird. Think back to college. Um, okay, da, 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 if someone da, you uh, knew was wearing a necktie every day, yeah, would that be weird? So why is it why is it inappropriate in college and it's appropriate in uh, is it is what what is the setting for a young person uh, to wear a, a tie appropriately then? Business context. Okay. All right. Um, what? If, uh, what? Uh, cocktail affair. Affair. Okay, fine. Um, uh, relatives' funeral. Okay. Relatives' wedding. So no tie unless it's a school tie, in, in like right. in a prep school. Yeah, no, you you should wear your yeah. school's tie. Okay. Like, let's say you're at Princeton, you should be wearing a Princeton tie. Yes. You'll get right. demerits if you don't. Right. You and don't want to get handed out any demerits. I, uh, of course, another time you would want to wear a tie is at the regatta. Right. I think I think is the theory that when. You know, a young person who is in college who just goes to, like, you know, Bachelor of Arts University, like, when they wear a tie... B of A. Yeah, yeah. Um, When they're doing it, they're doing it to kind of, like, be funny and weird, and is the theory that you shouldn't dress... You you shouldn't make a fashion choice that's to be funny or weird. Um, they're not... No, sometimes they're doing it to be serious, Mm -hmm. Um, but there's just no... It comes off as snotty. When when all their other classmates are showing up in their pajamas. Frankly, it comes off as snotty at best. Okay. I would say snotty is your best case scenario. Mm. Slightly snotty is sort of what you're hoping for. And uh, what you're going to end up with is probably something worse than snotty, mm-hmm. frankly. There was a guy in my college who every day wore um, sort of a steampunk garb, uh, like with a cape and uh, a monocle even. Um, <laughs> every day. What college um, did you go to again? NYU. Okay. Um, and and uh, when I sh- oh god, like speaking of wearing your your alma mater's you know logo or whatever, I, when I first got to NYU, I was so excited about being at NYU that I and my parents got me 
a cap from you know baseball cap from the student store that said NYU film on it, and I wore I wore that shit. Oh God, kill me! Now I'm so embarrassed of what I was. Um, and I saw my first week there on campus, which isn't really a campus; it's just a set of buildings in in um, Greenwich Village. And I saw Janine Garofalo on the street, and I went up to her and I said, "I'm a big fan." And she said, "Oh, thanks. Have fun at NYU." And then I realized all at once. <laughs> Janine Garofalo cut you down to size. Yeah, so like you were off the hat. Like you were a character in a film in the early nineties. <laughs> yeah, well, not early nineties. Come on, you should have mid nineties. You should you should have said to her, uh, "Have fun with far left punditry in the future." <laughs> yeah. And then she looked at you quizzically. Yeah. But now she's sure. like, "Oh, that's what that young man was talking about." <laughs> yeah. You should have dropped some insight on on JG. Uh, I have, I have, uh, this is semi I mean, this is something I wanted to talk about anyway, but I think it's similarly related to just things that are a little bit anachronistic. Do you guys want to hear about this? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about this. Uh, just on the way over here, walking to my car, uh, I saw a parked car. This is a, like a, this is like kind of like an older, maybe like early 90s, I mean, like Subaru station wagon or something like that, uh, you know, roof rack. And it had on the back a, uh, a sticker that said, um, in remembrance of Connor and Lacey, uh, December 24th, 2002. This is a reference. Uh, correct me if I think it's a reference to the uh, Scott Peterson, Lacey Peterson murder oh. trial. Hmm. This was a, um, you know, this is a big thing back in like 2004 on like, this was a big like. It was in Orange County, wasn't it? It was, yeah, right. yeah. Um, it was a big thing upon like AM radio. This was a guy who, uh, a guy who killed his pregnant wife and was having an affair and it was this big kind of scandalous story. And He was you know, handsome. Yeah, he was kind of good looking. That was the thing looking. about it, right? Yeah. yeah, and you know, he was, and you know, it was one of these things that just like the, you know, kind of weird dad-based media obsesses over despite it having no news value and you know totally tragic totally awful uh but just like the dbm yeah the dad-based media yeah just one of these things that just to just to to you and your friends in the dbm are trying to tell us Mm -hmm. so you know so i'm like okay well this kind of fits with the station wagon this is obviously like a parent who got super obsessed with this and you're, you know, it's just, it's just someone who got really, really emotional over this kind mm-hmm. of sensational trial. And... Jordan, I'm going to pause your story okay. right here because I, I'm concerned that what you're about to introduce to us is one level above what you've just established. I feel like you're building towards a switch up or a change of some kind. Sure. That's based on our, our being willing to accept or think it's normal that this person had a bumper sticker in memory of these celebrity murder victims. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, because of the tone, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan, sure. and we'll get to your uh, you kicking it up a notch in a second, I think. <laughs> right. I, I don't know what this story's about exactly. <laughs> then the story's, I got in my car and drove over here. <laughs> so, but, That's me falling asleep. You, you seem comfortable, Jordan, saying... Um, saying, oh no, don't well, get me wrong. Sure, don't get these me wrong. It's would crazy have, that, that because I assumed, I assumed it was like one of these. Like when you said these people's names, I thought the premise of this story is, isn't it weird that someone would have one of those like in memory of my friend 
that died in high school bumper stickers sure. on a Subaru instead of on a you know Honda Raised, CRX. And it's also weird maybe. that it's got Calvin peeing on their name. <laughs> yeah. Calvin peeing on the in memory of. He's <laughs> yeah. like, no, I don't hate him. I hate the in memory of him stickers that are going around. Right. Okay. Sorry. Um, so- no, no. It's cra- a, a crazy to have it. Be crazier to have it now in 2009 when this you know <laughs> could couldn't be any less of a news item. Yes. Um, but I mean, I, I, I think I, I, at this point, my point is I can picture what kind of person this is. Right. This is like, you know, an overweight woman in her sixties yeah, or something. And who wears a, a house coat everywhere. And watches a lot of uh, court TV. Yeah. Watches a lot of court TV. Sure. Um, anyways, but then I look in the car. In memory, Mr. And Mrs. Menendez. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the kids Michael Jackson molested. Just like. Um, they're not dead, <laughs> but their spirits are. Are you suggesting that Michael Jackson molested them to death? Well, he molested their souls out of their body. <laughs> okay. Now their bodies are just waiting to die. Um, and um, then I look in the car, and on the dashboard is a cassette tape insert uh, for, for a cassette by Big Audio Dynamite. <laughs> All right. Which is the band that The Clash was before they were The Clash. Right? Am I right about that? I don't know. I, I, I'm not an expert on big audio dynamite. I thought I, they were like a big, uh, what, what are you, a big beat, um, like a big beat, like sort of uh, electronic, like party music, house house music. No, I, I'm if if my if my if my music knowledge is correct, big audio dynamite is like the band that uh, um, is that the band that the certain members of the Clash were before uh, they were the Clash. So it's funny that this person. Is um, Jesse? You gonna, can you can you yeah. allmusic.com this for me just so I don't so we don't get all those annoying Jordan is wrong calls? Oh, you know what? We unplugged the internet to plug in the headphone thing. Oh yeah, sure, I phoned it. Up. I phoned. Okay, Adam's gonna go on the iPhone. So anyway, so my so point I'm is pretty like, sure, what? So I'm pretty right sure now... that Big Audio Dynamite is a Toad the Wet Sprocket side project. <laughs> right. Um, but that that basically, I'm like, I I had pictured this person from looking at the Connor and Lacey bumper sticker, and now I don't know what to think. <laughs> they've got a they've got a, a a like this is something like Big Audio Dynamite is not a famous band, but it's like it's noteworthy for like a rock music nerd. Okay, so Adam, what is your well, you've got your iPhone ready? What does your iPhone say there? Yeah, it says Big Audio Dynamite. Uh, later known as Big Audio Dynamite 2, okay, which is, sure. which is how I, I knew of them, and uh, also Big Audio and abbreviated. Okay, so B-A-B. this is the same. This is the same as Big Audio Dynamite 2. Yeah, I don't know how why uh, oh. there. I guess there was a, a if you a, a had rebirth. just if you had just said Big Audio Dynamite 2, Jordan, I would have oh, known. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I apologize. Well, uh, Jordan, you were right in that it was um, they were for, it was a band formed in 1984 by the ex guitarist and singer of the Clash, Mick Jones. Okay, so it's this is a post this is a post Clash project, a post Clash project. Clash project. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like it still occupies the same. Space space of not a famous band but um something that a music nerd would be into so we have to imagine so to try con- and figure out that, who this confused. person could have been yeah what about this is it possible that it was someone who 
I have nothing. Oh, but also, but also a music nerd who still has cassette tapes. And li- but maybe that's just a guy. Maybe that's just like a guy who's like a purist. He's like, oh, it sounds better on cassette. Like, is that something? Does that His person exist? His car exists? might just have a cassette deck. Because for a while, yeah. I was driving a car that only had a cassette deck. Mm-hmm. And so I bought cassettes at the uh, – I bought a box of cassettes on eBay. And someone might have said, I bought them. I bought them because there was, you know, like a Tribe Called Quest cassettes in this box of cassettes sure but someone could legitimately have asked me jesse it looks like you actually own a cassette of totally crossed out (laughs) sure um because i didn't throw it away i just didn't listen to it so do you think this is someone who is into sensational dad news murder trials ironically like is the sticker a joke or if that's an ironic joke that is a fucked up sure, ass ironic absolutely. joke. It's brilliant though when you think about it because like <laughs> it fooled you. I mean most most ironic uh, bumper stickers are so easy to figure out. But this person really uh, put together, yeah, like uh, put a puzzle together that you really just couldn't decipher. And uh, you know, kudos to that. Were there any other pieces of the puzzle that you, did you did you look in any other no, windows? No, you know, how was their tire pressure? <laughs> uh, modest. <laughs> Modest. Yeah, no, you know, tread? I haven't, I haven't inspected this car. I hope it's back there when I go home because uh, I'm definitely gonna give it a once over. But uh, yeah, anyways, was this was in West Hollywood, California? This was, yeah, yeah. Do you think that's a piece of the puzzle? Yeah, I do. Do you think it's possible that this is some kind of rock and roll gay? <laughs> no, no, it is. I didn't know that was that existed. But I, I'm gonna say irony. I'm gonna say irony all the way. Okay. Which, and I, again, I'm gonna submit that it's brilliant. So you're what you're saying. Let me get. Let me see if I if I have this right, Adam. You're suggesting a scenario in which this uh, celebrity murder enthusiast has, as a joke to her other celebrity mu- mu- uh, murder enthusiast friends, uh, pretended to like alternative bands from the mid 1980s. <laughs> yeah, just as sort of a gag. Yeah, like yeah. like how you like how you as a gag will put on jazz uh, <laughs> to creep people out. This this woman puts on some some post punk. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I think. The yeah. she she this this woman is sort of like she'll be like Michelle Bublé, Michael Bolton, and then she'll be like Public Interest Limited, <laughs> Bill, public, P-I-L. Pu- public Image Limited. Oh, that's what I meant to say. That's okay. We're uh, we're fucking up all our uh, oh, all our fuck. punk legend side projects today. <laughs> oh God, I'm on my deathbed. It's Jordan Jesse. Go, Adam Lissagor here from You Look Nice today. Of course, uh, my friend Jordan. Will hey, be... what someone should do uh, <laughs> is what action item should be? Someone should make a doodle of the person who owns this car. Okay, doodle <laughs> of the person who owns this car. That's your action item, folks. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Adam LeSigore. Um, it's great to have Adam here, don't you think, Jordan? Yep, especially with those noises that he makes. It's like an old shoe. Mm-hmm. You know <laughs> what I mean? Just Doesn't... making some noises. It's like having one old shoe. 
Yeah, I feel like you're our familiar. No, like, a, I, like a little demon or a gremlin that follows us around. Fine, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try not to take offense to any of those things you just Don't. said. Don't. They are all compliments. <laughs> like a like a moldy old shoe. Got it. Great. With a real like a ripe odor. <laughs> okay. Just a disgusting just, gremlin's just, shoe. Just a, a shitty beard. I, just a shitty bearded shoe. Just a shoe so, with a lousy beard. You on smell. It. I'm, I'm probably gonna go. Adam, <laughs> no, hang out. Um, I'm out of some more stuff I want to say to you. <laughs> uh, we're having a good time. Having a great time. How about that? Try that on for size. Yes. Um, we've got so many calls. Uh, since our telephone call machinery has been busted and our internet's been busted, we get all these calls to take. So we're just going to have a little call extravaganza. What do you say, team? Yeah. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. This is Mitch from Kansas City. Um, I recently moved back to college and... Um, I've sort of been, you know, getting, you know, getting back with old friends and hanging out. And um, I was just hanging out with one of the people I consider to be one of my closest friends here at college in just period. And um, I spent the last three hours being, discovering sort of generally and that he believes that 9-11 was an inside job and about how the earth is a collective conscience and just so many feelings about everything that just happened uh yeah just really uh really confused kind of let down um ooh, just feelings all these feelings so man that's a so tough you've thing returned to, to college out. to find out that one of your close friends is into bullshit <laughs> that's a really tough situation Adam, any thoughts? <laughs> yeah. thoughts? I'm sorry, I zoned out. Thoughts he was, on bullshit. So his friend is a, is a conspiracy theorist? theorist his friend thinks 9-11 uh, was an inside job. Okay. And he thinks that the Earth is a collective... Like conscience. I'm going to guess consciousness, right? That's not what he said. So. He did say conscience. Maybe okay. he's onto something. So he thinks <laughs> of the Earth as one big Jiminy Cricket, if you will. Okay. Um, yeah, and no, it sounds like maybe just rather than... I think I think what he's getting at is rather than just believing in these two specific things, he's kind of now into ecology bullshit, right? Which is which is a problem. Do you think this is going to be a passing phase, or do you think he's going to spin off into further ecology bullshit? Because we knew people in college who started out relatively normal, mm-hmm. then sort of became unmoored. And then just floated further and further from the dock, and now they're too far away from the dock, and they send you a weird message on Facebook. Yeah, and well, I think, I think, I think, you know, they're too. I think it, being into collegey bullshit in college isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you shouldn't do it, but you know, you're especially receptive to that kind of thing. Sure, uh, you, you, you read the Fountainhead, and you get into that sort of bullshit. Yeah, you're sure. prone to joining the the leadership forum or whatever that thing is called, landmark mm-hmm. forum. Yeah, right. like you, you you know you have extreme opinions in college. I think it's you know. That, well, I, I didn't know. I didn't know it was that extreme. Like I, I consider that a un uneducated fringe of society that believes that nine eleven was an inside job. I didn't know that was college-y. Oh yeah, yeah. But I guess I associate it, but maybe it's maybe it's. There's yeah. a lot of documentary films now, which is a big thing in college. Oh, I think you know you can stream it on Google Video. You start you start watching sort of uh, you know manipulative, ill-supported documentary films. Your 9/11 was an inside job films. Your Michael Moore films. Mm-hmm. Um, same category. Yeah, same okay. category. But yeah, I mean, I think there's two there's two 
you know, ways to go. I think either, you know, you grow out of it or you, you know, you, you reasonableize your opinions and you move into polite society or, you know, you like stay in that college town, you grow a ponytail and try to organize community gardens. Mm -hmm. And I think that less people do that because I think that more, more people, you know, start a kazoo orchestra. Exactly. Yeah. Something with the ukulele. Uh Um, I, and I think that, uh, yeah. And it seems like, I mean, we can all look back at college and and think of some times where we acted in a certain way that was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know. So yeah. No. I, I I think I hopefully you're you know, just be a normal person to your friend, and uh, hopefully they won't uh, do something with crystals for a living in the future. You know what I recommend that they do? Hmm. Check out the Landmark Forum. It really changed my life. It made me feel so powerful. Yeah, go in at level at level one. Obviously, you're gonna you're gonna start with you're the entry, start, entry yeah. package, and but you're just gonna build up upon that and those connections that you're making. Democracy exactly. now, yeah, absolutely. Democracy now, please. Okay. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Kim and Todd from Phoenix, and Michael from Idaho, and we are calling in about the oddly specific yet random action item for publicity in Montana. Now, we couldn't get to Butte, but we did end up in Bozeman, where we decided mm, to promote MaxFunFun.org mm. by creating a MaxFun promo kit, <laughs> which involves a shiny gold box, which is, of course, to represent your royalty. Thank uh, you. Posters, free candy with Maximum Fun website and show tags, and, of course, your fun faces. Uh, we actually just left Cactus Records, the hippest store on Main Street, where the lovely manager, Riley, was kind enough to display the promo box where everyone would see it. So pretty fun, exciting stuff, and we will be posting pictures for everyone to see shortly. So just wanted to call in and let you know we did that for you. So anyway, take care, and we can't wait for Max FunCon too. I'll- I like this. Yeah, this is good. I think there's the uh, there's the obvious question. Uh, two young people from Phoenix, one person from Idaho. What are they doing uh, in, in Montana? Bozeman? I, I I don't want to assume it's a cross country murder spree, right? But it would make a lot. It would of sense. make more sense. It would answer a lot of questions. Yeah, you know, I, certainly there are a lot of questions that need to be answered, and there's only one natu- natural conclusion. Cross country murder spree. Murder spree. I felt this way. I watched an, an amazing uh, uh, short form documentary on the internet last night that explained everything to me. I, I mean, it raised as many questions as it answered, but it certainly suggested to me that this was a cross country country murder spree. <laughs> but hey, I'm glad that they took some time to uh, she didn't to promote s- our stuff. She didn't sound like a, a cross country murderer. That's murderess. the thing, though. They she, she, <laughs> a murderess. Yeah, she sounded. I mean, she she had an excellent presenting voice. Presumably. She did. She was. She really had her shit together. That's she how they trick you nice. into getting murdered. Okay, I'd let her murder me. I guess <laughs> they come up with their. We're nice not talking diction. about un petit mort. <laughs> what the French call the little death. Oh, uh, come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Siemens. Uh, that's fantastic. Believe it's not little with this guy. Believe me. <laughs> when he gets done with you, you are drenched in semen. <laughs> fire. You are. <laughs> You're laden, yeah. semen. Um, I like the fact that He's we're got big balls. <laughs> I like the fact big audio dynamite. That we're... <laughs> He's got some big audio dynamite <laughs> in his pants. Speaking of saturation, I'm glad we're saturating <laughs> the great state of Montana with our uh, entertainment brand of jizz. <laughs> 
with our entertainment, it's one of the least populous states in the union, if not the least populous, certainly the least dense in its in its population. And that's why I think it's such a good target for us, because we can quickly become the most popular podcast in Montana. Mm -hmm. It's easy. Just think, you know, there's not that many people in Montana who are listening to Grammar Girl right now. Exactly. Um, so we don't. We have often a... have uh, Montana's favorite native son, Chris Fairbanks, on. Exactly. That's the most famous Montanan of all time, mm -hmm. Chris Fairbanks. That guy's been on television. So here we go. Let's do it. Bozeman, Montana, Butte, Montana, other cities Crested in Montana. Butte. Crested Butte, <laughs> Montana, Old Hoss Radburn, <laughs> Cactus <Montana>. City. <laughs> Wilderness Town, <laughs> Buffalo Central, a coyote, <laughs> Montana. Hi, Jordan Jesse Go. This is Colin from Vancouver, BC. Um, I'm just going to tell you something awesome that happened. I write for a humor column for the school newspaper here at Simon Fraser University, and in the office we've got a list consisting of fake names that we like. That's for when uh, somebody doesn't want their writing to be published under their own name. Now, a couple weeks ago, incendiary. I was in there, and I decided to write one down. And I didn't tell anybody else about it, but this week I opened the paper and find out that they used the name. And an article in this week's paper was published under the name Chip Dibson. Superb. That's this great. is fantastic news. Great mm -hmm. work. We've had actually a, a huge breakthrough, two huge breakthroughs recently on the Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson front. Mm -hmm. First of all, j just to explain, bring people on board, uh, Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson are um, names, uh, one of which was thought of by a friend of yours and one of which was... A... Uh, I, I think just this is kind of, kind of a general uh, uh, sitting around and bullshitting uh, time with me, me and a buddy. Uh, we came up with the names Chip, Chip Dipson, Dipson and, and Dip Dobson as the two greatest sketch comedy character names you could come up with. Just the new two greatest, and, and we've sort of taken it one step further and pointed out that they're just overall the two greatest fictional character names you could have. Yes. And so it's become our goal to propagate these names throughout the culture wherever possible. Um, we've had two big breakthroughs on this front. Uh, recently... Uh, you may remember some months ago, our friend Rob Cordry was on the program here. Mm -hmm. uh, he he promised that if his show, uh, Children's Hospital, got picked up for television, uh, he would. He of course writes the programs. He would name two of the characters Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson. Um, the big news is that uh, Children's Hospital has been picked up oh. uh, by uh, Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. Um, so he is contractually obligated, ver verbal contract, uh, to name... Punishable by death. Punishable by death, to name two of his characters, Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson. And if you're saying to yourself, in order for it to be a contract that is legally binding, each party has to receive something, uh, that's fair. Rob Cordry, of course, is receiving promotion for his program, uh, Children's Hospital, in exchange for naming two of his characters, Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson. So that's breakthrough number one. Breakthrough number two is, uh, Adam, you've probably heard of a little outfit called Marvel Comic Books. Sure, I'm familiar with Marvel Comic Books. We're talk <laughs> talking about Wolverine. We're talking about Spider-Man. We're talking about uh, X-Man. We're talking... Thor. Uh, Mrs. The Mighty Thor. Lady Thor. Mm -hmm. Superman. Um... Uh, it's actually uh, Image Comics. Shazam. It's Image Comics. Okay. Um, Crazy Cat. <laughs> sure. 
Peanuts. <laughs> Peanuts Anthology. Supergirl. <laughs> um, um, there, is a, there is a comic series within the Marvel Universe called X-Babies. Uh, now, this is baby versions of the X-Men in a kind of crazy alternate universe or something. I'm not going to get involved in, the con- in describing the continuity to you. No. Um, but, but the author of the series X-Babies uh, included... In X Babies number two, which I believe is on uh, yeah, your comic I actually book stands I actually was now. in the comic book store last night and I checked out X Babies two and confirmed that Chip Dipson and Dip Dobson are both in there, so they are now part of the X Men universe. Yeah, the hey, Xiverse. This is very exciting. Do you I think did not they'll buy the comic. I bought uh, Astonishing X Men, which is okay. the X Men I follow. I don't think there is room in my life for more than one X Men title. So you read? I didn't even know you read comic books, Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of go in and out of my interest in it. But yeah, right now I uh, you're reading I kind Astonishing. Of, X-Men? I caught up. I caught up with Astonishing X Men, and there's new issues, so I so got them. How much and, does an issue of, the, of one of those cost? Like three bucks. It's okay. six, it's it's a little bit of it's too expensive a hobby for sure, like keeping up with regular comic books. But it's fun. Seems like a lot, three bucks. It is. I thought they cost a dollar seventy five or a dollar twenty five or something. It's a three dollar situation. Wow, it's is pretty it... solid. Yeah, I wouldn't know about that. I listen to the jazz station. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, uh, Jordan Jesse. This is Chris from Iowa. I live in a university town. And just now, I was uh, walking to pick my uh, toddler son up from daycare and uh, ducked into the law school building uh, just to use the bathroom. So I use the bathroom, I come out, and I see in the entrance of the building there's a table. And set up on that table is two giant jugs of hand sanitizer. <laughs> giant jugs. There's a sign taped to the table that says, please do not sit on table. And then there's a, a plastic container that has one... Uh, powdered sugar donut hole left in it. And I just passed it by, and now I'm thinking, I mean, should I have grabbed the donut hole? No. Do not grab that donut hole. That is a trick placed there by two people on a cross-country murder spree. (laughs) That is to lure you over to their table with the promise of snacks and clean hands, and then boom, you're murdered. That's the first stop on their cross-country murder spree. They're upset because they're in law school. I can understand. My wife went to law school. I came pretty close to going on a cross-country murder spree at one point. Um, The hand sanitizer is there uh, actually for their benefit. Um, It's to help sanitize the jizz on their hands. Um, They've got poison jizz uh, that they're shooting onto that donut hole. Sure. Um, they they uh, don't know apparently that jizz is its own sanitizer. You can actually sanitize your hands with jizz. Ladies. <laughs> <sighs> Hi Jordan. Hi Jesse. It's Chad calling from Saskatchewan, Canada. Uh, brief momentification to share. I'm a 31 year old male. Just um, leaving my doctor's appointment. Uh, had a full physical, and that included a rectal exam. It was uh, as brief as it was bizarre, and if any other listeners are out there thinking they want a a momentous occasion of their own, and they're a dude, I guess, um, I recommend they go have a prostate exam. Gay! (laughs) (laughs) So you're suggesting that he was into it? Oh, so gay, man. Why would you even let a doctor do that to you? (laughs) Exactly why. I haven't been been to the doctor in like seven years. No homo. No homo. (laughs) 
you no guys, recto. Um, we've been uh, we've been laughing and joking a lot about a man's uh, sexual and other inside type functions. Um, we've been laughing about jizz and cum and see <laughs> and the jazz station. <laughs> but this is serious. If you don't want to get cancer. Uh, you have to let your doctor put a finger up your butt. Mm-hmm. It's a digital exam. That's what they call it. It's a di- digital rectal exam. D- you're gonna which always need gave me a little chuckle. A digital <laughs> rectal examination. I wonder what in the analog rectal exam. I shove an abacus up there. <laughs> Hi, Jordan and Jesse. This is Ted from Philadelphia. Uh, actually, calling from New York. Um, I have. That's confusing. What could best be categorized as a momentous occasion of shame. I was listening to the podcast last night. Well, I was delighted to hear the voice of my dear friends of almost four years now, uh, Bethany from Philadelphia. Um, and not only that, but she was uh, talking about me on the podcast, which is great, uh, except for the fact that she was on there to call me a joke stealer. Did not appreciate that. Now... Am I one to whip out uh, power jam occasionally? Yes, I'm apt to do that. Some people just need to power up. Do I uh, d- uh, do I need to play a game of Would You Rather? Yeah, it's a thinking, a thought experiment game for gentlemen and, and ladies. And do I refer to a given website as an internet? Yes, it it works. Um, but am I a joke stealer? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, up, Before up previously, my position on this: a, a young woman called in to say that uh, she was a, a relatively new listener to the program, as recommended by a friend of hers. Um, and when she listened to the program, she discovered that all of this friend's jokes had been stolen from Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, I see. Now, my position on this matter was this: all our jokes are in the Creative Commons. Uh, when you light your taper from my taper, neither one is extinguished. According Never the twain shall meet. <laughs> according to the Founding Fathers. And so it was now Jordan took a harder line on this issue. Yeah, which is send me money. <laughs> right. Jordan needs royalties. Jordan is a professional comedian. Sure. He lives off of his royalties. Um, Adam, I'm sure you've come. I'm sure you've run into this with You Look Nice Today. Uh, people talking about uh, a snare, for example, uh-huh. uh, the exercise program built around using a snare drum. Yeah, uh, we don't we don't value our content that highly. <laughs> it's all out there in the public domain, so yeah, they're free to take it and and repurpose it as they wish. Um, and I'm going to say that most of our content is is um, in turn stolen uh, as well. I <laughs> right. mean, uh, what you know, uh, what's original these days, uh, except for you guys. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting to hear the other side. Uh, she was she she seemed taken aback, uh, maybe even a little betrayed. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think I I would like to get both of them on the phone at some point. Okay, well we'll we'll have hard them. to play this. He said, she said over the answering machine. They can they can send us an email at uh, jjgo at maximumfund dot org with their phone numbers. We'll give them a call next time we're recording and see if we can get them on the air. How and about that? in the meantime, eight bucks per joke. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a fair rate. I think it is. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. This is Jamie in New York. I just had a 
sort of fake out um, momentous occasion that was so momentous for the second that I thought it was real that I feel like I have to call anyway. I'm in New York walking down 8th Avenue, listening to my podcast, looking to a Starbucks and think I see Jesse. And my heart starts fucking pounding and I'm like, is that really him? And I'm getting ready to go in and make a fool of myself. But Jesse, it was not you. You're not in New York right now or at least not in the Starbucks right here. So, yeah. But now I know what it would feel like to randomly spot you in New York City. And it was amazing and terrifying. And I'll, I'll hold on to that. And now I'll go to listening to the podcast. Thanks. Yeah, ultimately it would have been, if, if it had been Jesse, uh, it would have been a little bit of a disappointment for you anyway, so you're probably better off. Yeah. No offense, Jesse. Yeah, you're just less impressive in person. Yeah, no, I mean... That's uh, all we're saying. It's the potential that's uh, no, this, exciting. This was a call about how amazing it w- would be to see me. I think you guys well, missed we're, it. And uh, we're just correcting her. Like, we're, <laughs> like, she had this feeling like, you know, she, she would got a meet lady you boner. and would, it would, you know... I'm, yeah, I'm, whatever, whatever, really whatever. Into it. But we're was, just saying you're better off. Did yeah. you guys hear the call though? Because I heard it before when I was choosing which calls to play on the air. I, <laughs> oh, were you pick and choose the calls where you sound cool? <laughs> well, yeah. I heard when I heard that call, I thought it seemed like a call where the lady was really excited to see me. So it was essentially a complimentary call towards me. Oh yeah, that most definitely no, was. Sure, I'm that just saying that she intent. got the, she got what she 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 got what she came for. She yeah. like she got the good part. Um, if, you got you had all the fun, had, all the excitement yeah. of thinking to meet Jesse Thorne, but without any of the letdown. <laughs> she had the a, crushing. There's no letdown though. People are. I'm really nice to people when. They, it's, it's, are you? Think back. Think real hard. <laughs> Have you been nice? I, I'm usually nice. Mm, really? Mm. Think real hard. Mm. 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 I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I feel like I <laughs> fucked this whole show up. <laughs> Playing that call? No, it was. I we can see why you did it. Okay, sorry. Oh, well, uh, let's take one more call. Hey, Jordan, Jessica, it's Clinton, Canada, and I'd just like to file this comment under jokes you thought were funny, but nobody was impressed with. I just delivered pizza to a girl who paid me all in change, uh, toonies and loonies, and I said, "Wow, I feel like a stripper." And she didn't laugh. She just looked at me, uh, kind of disgusted, and shut the door. So, anyways, just thought I'd share that with you. Bye. She was probably disgusted because <laughs> she herself works as a stripper. She's disgusted at the prospect of being paid in change. <laughs> Jesse, you've never been one of those old Coney Island coin-operated <laughs> strippers. Not <laughs> on the boardwalk. You get a hot dog, you, you pop a couple of coins in the stripper yeah dude you know what i usually we have a a, a kind of a recurring segment where we get to share jokes that we don't think over went over well and you know kind of give them a second life but i think in this case this was not a good joke because i don't know what goes on in canada strip clubs (laughs) but i generally you don't pay a stripper in change just because you have a two dollar coin doesn't mean it's appropriate to give a coin to a stripper yeah it seems horrible. Then they, then they bite it. They bite, they bite it to make sure, it to make sure it's mister. real gold. Thanks, mister. There's plenty more where that came from, Sapphire. <laughs> Start shaking that rump. <laughs> and then the piano player starts playing. Starts playing some hot jazz. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, Canada. <laughs> You're crazy. Can't live with it? Can't live without it. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Adam Lissigore. Um, uh, Adam is going to be a guest of ours uh, in the spring. Jordan, do you know what you know what I'm talking about? Is it at Max FunCon? Oh yes, it's at Max Fun. Jordan, just because we're promoting something doesn't mean you should talk in a robot voice. <laughs> Why not? It's fun. <laughs> Jordan, it's my promotional robot voice. People are more uh, likely to buy from a robot. Really? Yeah, totally. Is there evidence of that? Have you been doing clinical studies? Coin-operated strippers. <laughs> Far more popular. Just for example, by way of example, did you have a fun time at MaxFunCon last year, Adam? Oh, it was a blast. What, Everybody what, should go. What was your top thing at MaxFunCon? Oh, gosh. Just the... I think everybody, just everybody, all the people, all the wonderful people. The camaraderie, say, right? Yeah, the camaraderie. Everybody felt uh, included in, in, the, in the party, the fun part. It's a great place to get a hand job. <laughs> I did. I didn't find that, but uh, you didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't get my hand job. Jordan, it wasn't in a, my. It wasn't in my bag. You got a bunch mm, of hand no, jobs. No, no, no. Mm. I think you were the only one. I got a Wait, patch. Did you, you just a... jack? Did you just jack off in your hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay. what you're thinking? Of? I'm thinking back. Think I'm thinking hard. back. I remember I had a bunch of loonies and toonies, <laughs> like a lot of loonies and toonies. Um, Max FunCon this year, May 7th through 9th at the beautiful Lake Arrowhead Conference Center. How would you describe the Lake Arrowhead Conference Center, Adam? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely just uh, picturesque and scenic and also... Um it's uh, it's it's also uh, beautiful and picturesque. It's, uh, you're talking about like a high class, like the world's highest class summer camp. Like you you stay in a fancy room with a fireplace, and uh, there's a beautiful lake. There's a beautiful mist enshrouding everything in the morning yeah. that clears up by midday. Yeah, real upscale. Um, I, we just added, uh, you know, Adam and I do this thing, put this on, mm-hmm. uh, put this on.com. We just added a put this on presents event at Max FunCon. Uh, it's this guy, Will, who runs a great, uh, men's style website called, uh, uh, a suitable wardrobe, uh, probably my favorite men's fashion style blog. Uh, he does amazing, amazing. He's like super insightful about men's clothes. Um, he is going to run a seminar on dressing yourself for men. Um, we know uh, we know from having been there last year that a lot of Max FunCon attendees, gentlemen particularly, have a hard time dressing themselves, and so uh, Will is going to run it down. People were asking a for lot me of, to uh, do a it. A lot of mittens pinned to jackets. You <laughs> 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 guys with their mittens pinned to their jacket. Um, what, so what should attendees do in preparation for the seminar? Should they should they bring a suitcase full of of items of clothing right so they're going to want to bring their prop box <laughs> um so different hats different mustaches um uh all that all, all that kind of stuff also we're going to be doing uh uh we're going to be doing a production of midnight los angeles in 1993 um so if they could do bring all their different um uh all their different costumes for that um we're going to be doing all kinds of different one one woman and one man shows um, it actually, Will will be presenting it with Anna Devere Smith. 
So, um, nope. no, yep. nothing. I don't know, no. I don't know nope. either. Don't know, don't know what you're Andrew talking about. Smith is no, somebody does, though. That, Someone acclaimed. does, and they're delighted. <laughs> yeah. They're probably not even delighted. Um, if you want to try stand-up comedy, uh, how about this? Uh, Maria Bamford had such a good time at Max Con last year. She specially asked to come back. Um, she asked me, can I come back next year? And she's like, because I want to do... Whoa, uh, that's good. Thank that's you. Good one. Uh, I, I want to do uh, an open mic. And so Maria Bamford, during one of the activity sessions, is going to do Maria Bamford's comedy open mic for all levels of experience. Maria's going to get up there and do new material. Uh, Al Madrigal has offered to help people out with their uh, with their first time doing stand-up. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm more excited about that than anything. Uh, that's that's why I'm going. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. Uh, Mark Marin is going to be there to worry about different stuff and make us laugh. <laughs> Um, it's going to be, man, it's going to be really, really sweet, but seriously, you're, you're definitely right, Adam. I felt like the best part of Max von Kahn was just, uh, was just being there with, um, 200 people, 150 people that are just couldn't be happier Mm -hmm. about being there. It's like living it. Frankly, it was like being in an Andrew WK concert only this year. We're actually going to have Andrew WK there. Yeah. How great is that? Wow. We're going to Think of think of how many opportunities you're gonna have to give Andrew WK a hug. Not very many. Not very many, but you will at Max FunCon, my friend. Anyway, if you want to come to Max FunCon, it's MaxFunCon.com. We got a beautiful new website too, and I've been trying to post stuff on the blog. I think I might start a Max FunCon podcast. What do you think of that idea? You on board for that? What is Play that some do? stuff from Max FunCon last year, some of the comedy and shit. Uh, play some interviews with people who are gonna be at Max FunCon. Uh, put some uh, other different shit in there, right? Just mix it up. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. You right? Should, you sure. Should yeah. Maybe a craft project. Jenny can give us a craft project. We'll put that in there. What do you think? All that. Max FunCon podcast? Sounds fine to me. I'm going to chew on that a little bit. I think I can get that together. Mull it over. Okay. Uh, MaxFunCon.com. If you miss it, you're making a horrible, horrible mistake. And get your ticket soon because uh, you don't want to miss out. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? I know. I was just thinking of something else. <laughs> what were you thinking of, Jordan? I. You just it's, said it's really name. juvenile. I mean, I guess I have to tell you guys. Yeah, pretty much. But I just thought it'd be funny if I stood on the chair and farted into the microphone. <laughs> it's good. It's good. We'll like, be back what would in happen? It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. <coughs> Adam LeSigora. You're not going to make this sound anymore. God, You're done. You're not a fucking monkey. You're no. not a dancing monkey. No, I just didn't feel like I, it went over well. No, I think it went over great. It's I think fine. people are going to enjoy that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, make the noise. Sure, Adam LeSigora. <coughs> great. Jordan, and, I think, and I think people are really Jordan, going to like the slight variation every Jordan, time. What? You standing on the chair and farting into the microphone is not funny. <laughs> that is not funny to me. Right. Let Adam make his sound. You I'm stop sorry. farting into the microphone. I think it would have been funny. I, 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 I thought the funny it. part would be standing on the chair to do it. Like, not moving the microphone closer to my butt, but, like, standing up to meet the microphone. 
Um, if Jordan were to have stood up on his chair and farted into the microphone, it would have been what we call on Jordan Jesse Go a momentous occasion. And when something momentous happens to you, we ask that you give us a call at 206-984-4FUN and uh, share it with us, either as it happens or in the immediate aftermath. Uh, it's momentous occasions. Hey, Jordan and Jesse, this is Dan from Chicago. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. I just saw a goth kid rollerblading. <laughs> That's great. Great. That's exactly what we're looking for. Nothing wrong with that. That's exactly what we're talking about. Something magical. The magic moments that make mm. every life worth living. <laughs> Do you think the goth kid had goth rollerblades? Uh, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm so, certain he did. With um, I kind stickers of, on them. I kind stuff. of like the idea that they had sort of like slate gray rollerblades with purple wheels and those kind of like fluorescent green straps. You know the straps that clamp up, clamp mm-hmm. your rollerblades on? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking that that person was wearing that goth. Maybe there were some Nightmare Before Christmas commemorative rollerblades. Do you think <laughs> that the goth guy's uh, duster was flowing behind him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, did you ever see um, Prayer, of the Roller Bo- Prayer, Prayer of the Roller Boys? Are you familiar with this no, movie? No, what, what is, is Prayer of the Roller Boys? Okay, I'm going to say like 91 or 92. It was a Corey Haim vehicle. Um, um, and and so it's about rollerblading gay. It's sort of a techno uh, dystopian future, um, uh, and it's uh, rollerblade gangs. It's sort of like um, wow. I, didn't, an, I had no idea this existed. Is this yeah, just no. something you're making up? No, not at all. Prayer of the Rollerblades. Look this it sounds up. like a riff on "You Look Nice Today." I got to be honest with you. No, I couldn't make this up because it exists, and it's a it's a really great thing. It's horrible, but it's a great thing. And they um. They all wear um, long white overcoats, so it's sort of like uh, opposite of goth. It's they, they look really good, and, and they're more and, like they're more like angels. Yeah, sort of angels of the night, right? On rollerblades, sort of an update of um, like the the baseball furies from the Warriors or something like that. Okay, I got you. Is, is that the baseball furies? Are they the ones? On, no, who's the roller the roller skating ones on the Warriors? I've never seen the Warriors. Uh, yeah, I have, but I, I don't know. Yeah, okay, never the, mind. Jets? Yeah, it's the Jets. The Jets. And the, the Jetsons. <laughs> Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and possible guest. This is Jason, and I just moved to Houston, Texas, and I'm sitting in a parking lot of a grocery store where I'm watching a man who has a refrigerator in the back of his pickup truck loading it up directly with his groceries from the grocery store, and that is my momentous occasion. Welcome to Houston for me. Get her done. That's what that guy's doing right now. He's got a... It's a the first step is when you get a freezer in your basement, like a deep freezer, mm-hmm. you know, like a cabinet freezer. That's step number one. Step number two is when you install a refrigerator in the bed of your truck. Do you think it's that he lives in his truck, or do you think it's just he lives so far out of town that he has to do that so the, the groceries don't spoil? I think he tells himself that he lives that far out of town, but actually what happened is he had such a huge truck bed and an extra refrigerator that was just sitting on his lawn, and he figured he might as well put those two together and install a refrigerator into his truck bed. I think it's like, in my imagination, in this description, the, it's like built into, he's, he's built it in sort of jury rig style into the bed of the truck. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not just sitting there plugged into something, mm-hmm. or, uh, and it's not actually part of the bed of the truck. He's taken an actual refrigerator and added it to the bed of the truck, but there's welding involved. Mm-hmm. And you think it's a powered refrigerator, too. It's actually 
This is a fully functional refrigerator. Okay. No doubt about it. He uses it he uses it for ball games. It's <laughs> mm. where they keep the beer on the for Tell, ball tailgate, games. Tailgate parties. That's uh I've seen that on Pimp uh Pimp My Pimp My Ride, I think. I've seen that. Right. Um pretty good. I don't I wouldn't say a momentous. Nice <laughs> nice caller though. He's even nice. <laughs> Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh it's Tanner uh calling from uh New York. Uh I called earlier tonight. Uh, I just wanted to call in with a momentous occasion. I don't know. You guys don't, don't seem to be doing this as much anymore, but uh, I totally made out with a fellow Jordan Jesse Go listener tonight, uh, a beautiful young girl who I am taking out later this week. So uh, thanks for helping me uh, hook up. Uh, I wish you guys the best. I love the show. Talk to you soon. Bye. Young woman. Young girl sounds gross. <laughs> yeah. Young woman. Young lady. Sweet, ripe, young thing. There you go. <laughs> uh, number one, congratulations to Tanner and his... Uh, bride his to be. Bride. <laughs> 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 number two, do you, do you guys think that maybe we should consider creating some kind of master race? <laughs> uh, that usually works out. <laughs> Right. And wait. First, we have to make the trains run on time. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's sure. So if we should let's not focus put the cart before the horse. First, Jesse. on making sure the trains run on time. Okay. Great. That's fine. And making sure that our military can drill effectively. No gypsies. <laughs> oh God. Jesse Jordan goes. This is Josh from New Jersey. Momentous occasion. I was uh, crossing the street and I was literally almost run down by a uh, pair of tandem bicyclists. Uh, they had a bright blue bike, and they were wearing, like, awesome neon yellow jackets, so I'm amazed that I didn't see them. But after I ran out of their way, the guy leans back and he says, don't worry, we wouldn't have hit you that hard. It was pretty righteous. <laughs> nice. Oh. Those sassy tandem bicyclists. Oh, don't man. worry, we wouldn't have hit you that hard. It's <laughs> the voice that it's in and voice is. I'm off to see the mayor. <laughs> Look out. There's a, on a tandem bicycle. No, sorry. No? Nope. Not at all. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Trading Jessica. La, la, la. Jordan, Jesse, go. Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Adam Lissigore. Um, nice. We're having a great time. We got some more calls to handle. Um, I told you this was going to be a call stravaganza, you yeah. guys. Yeah. I, I wasn't, regular call I wasn't fucking around when I said uh, that this is going to be a call stravaganza. Before we get to the calls, though, real quick, uh, we have just approved designs for not one, but two Jordan, Jesse, go t-shirts. Oh, Wow. Which Two ones? Jordan Jesse Go t-shirts. Well, our friend Jamie Tanner, uh, a gifted cartoonist who designed actually the Squid Sound of Young America t-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, was an entrant in our Jordan Jesse Go t-shirt contest, um, and he became the winner. He has a fantastic uh, design that features uh, our profiles, mm-hmm. um, uh, highlights my baldness. That's something I like about it. Um, uh, a very handsome design on a concrete-colored t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, concrete, the name of the uh, ultra premium uh, alternative apparel T-shirts that we use. There, yes. um, very handsome design, and also our friend uh, Stefan Lawrence uh, from Elephant Larry uh, and uh, uh, Stefan Rules, 
uh, is the name of his design company, mm-hmm. um, designed for us a very simple shirt that simply says JJ Go on it. Okay. Um, uh, that is also on the Ultra Premium Alternative Apparel shirts. Um, hopefully, we'll have pre-orders up soon uh, in the Max Fun Store. But there's already lots of cool stuff in the Max Fun Store. If you just go to maxfunstore.com, maxfunstore.com, there's we got rocket ship hoodies, we got polo shirts. We got um, what else we got in there? We got Casper Hauser T-shirts. We got Sound of Young America T-shirts. Oh, what does the Casper Hauser T-shirt say on it? It's got uh, their sweet crest on it. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with their crest? Have you seen their crest before? I think so. Yeah. It's got some sw- cool unicorns and shit involved in it. Okay. It says Casper Hauser. It's really great. It's okay. really awesome. Awesome. Um, well, it's been a big seller for us. Uh, also, a big seller the uh, mustache TVs. As you would expect, because it's America's favorite party game. A perfect... All, all of this shit makes it for a great Christmas present. And uh, if you don't act fast, you're going to miss the Christmas shipping window. So Yeah, it'll probably be easier to meet a fellow fan in a bar or something and make out with them. Exactly. But easy easy way to to, uh, to prevent that opportunity from sliding away. You got it. So MaxFunStore.com. Um, we had uh, an action item uh, two weeks ago about power jams. Um, my power jam, of course, is You Dropped a Bomb on Me by the Gap Band. Um, we'll talk in just a minute about my hip-hop power jams when we get to the topic. But first, this is, I think, a really great classic power jam. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. Um, this is Julia from Virginia. I'm responding to the awesome power jam um, request. I personally love Shalimar's um, Make That Move as my particular power jam. And, you know, when I'm feeling a little bit down or I don't really want to do something or it's making me nervous... Totally kick that out. A young Jody Watley steers me through. It's really good. Anyway, uh, Jesse, I encourage you to look into it. Jordan, I know you're not into this, so disregard. Anyway, thanks, guys. Bye. Shalimar is perfect Power Jam material. This is someone who has really captured the spirit of the Power Jam uh, in just one word, and that word is Shalimar. Um, Any kind of roller skating jam is a great kind of Power Jam. Anything on... uh, uh, what is it called? Uh, Los Angeles. Uh, shit, I can't remember the name of that record label. Um, any, any, any. Uh, there's lots of power jams recorded between the years 1979 and 1983, uh, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I'm Michelle Kyer, Jordan and Jesse. Um, on this occasion, I just finished a midterm examination for my first semester of Arabic language. Nailed it. Uh, my secret. I powered up as the tests are being distributed by whipping out a power jam. In my case, Swing Your Rag by T.I. T.I. is a good power jam. You know what T.I. does when he's in jail? He thinks about his power jam, which is Swing Your Rag by T.I. It helps him power through his stint in jail uh, for trying to buy automatic weapons. <laughs> um, uh, a good power jam if you're ever in trouble, guys. What? Just an FYI, if you feel like you're you're uh, uh, bumping against the wall, uh, uh, bouncing back by Mystical, produced by the Neptunes. Okay. Uh, you keep bumping me against the wall. Sure. Don't know anything about rap music. Okay. I'm just saying that's a really no, good one. Sure. And it really don't helped, know anything about rap music. It really helped Mystical yep. when he was in jail for attempted rape. Mm. So I'm just throwing that out there. That's really useful. Uh, another power, uh, another uh, uh, action item we had was um, uh, we had. There was a time when has we... anybody doodled the lady who has the weird car yet? When, <laughs> when are people gonna? Why did no one do my action item? <laughs> um, we also God, asked... it's been three weeks. 
<laughs> we asked people to. It only feels like three weeks, Jordan. Okay. Uh, time passes really slowly for Jordan when he's not allowed to stand on the chair in front of the <laughs> microphone. Yeah. Um, what helps get me through the day? We asked people. We asked people to share information about Waldorf schools. Um, we, of course, have become very. We were initially anti-Montessori school, uh, <laughs> but when we found out about Waldorf schools, we realized that we were backing the wrong horse. Yeah. So we're backing Montessori schools in their eternal battle against Waldorf schools. Um, and we asked you to share some information about Waldorf schools that you uh, knew or had heard from a friend of a friend or thought maybe you'd heard from someone. Or you thought of while you were on drugs. <laughs> hey, With JJ mushrooms. Go. This is uh, Giannis from uh, Maryland. I'm calling about um, the battle royale between Montessori schools and uh, Waldorf uh, Educational Academy brainwashing centers. Um, They're I actually have a legal son who goes to Montessori, and I would like to side with Montessori schools, particularly um, since the Waldorf school apparently only has two. Well, I guess maybe three requirements. One is that you have enough money. Uh, two is that your Gotta IQ is lower than ninety. Got to be done. Five, I believe it is, if you're a parent. And for kids, you have to have a green aura, and otherwise, you're out. So in, they they actually at Waldorf schools will test the color of your child's aura before they allow them in. Mm-hmm. It's messed up. You have to be a member of the Landmark Forum. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of people don't know that about democracy Waldorf now, schools. everybody. Jordan Jesse, possible comedy guest, Sharky from Minneapolis, and I have it on excellent insider information that Waldorf schools are made out of people. Now that's not a great factoid about Waldorf schools. It's a, it's good. It's fine. Good work. Acceptable. What is awesome is that that guy's name is Sharky. <laughs> so if you need any more explanation about why Wal- Montessori schools are better than Waldorf schools, how about this? Just talk Who's... to our man Sharky. Yeah, just talk to Sharky. Sharky will set you straight. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a straight shooter. 206-9844-FUN if you want to join our continuing battle uh, against Waldorf schools. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. And I'm Lissa Gore. Um, I had a lot of fun on today's program. I still feel like I'm going to die. Sure. Um, can't breathe through one of my nostrils at all. Having trouble breathing through the other nostril. Mm-hmm. Every so often I have to turn off my microphone and blow my nose uh, and, and give, make that keep talking motion to Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I don't understand. Right. <laughs> and then don't. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like I'm forcing every word out of my chest. But I had a great time. You know why? Right. I, I, I'm just happy to be here with my friend Jordan. I'm happy to be here with my friend Adam Lissigore. Oh, likewise. I had a great time. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you have? Adam, uh, Adam's brilliant, brilliant podcast is You Look Nice Today. If you've never listened to You Look Nice Today, you're really, um, you just really have a lot of fun ahead of you. Well, they are more popular shows. Shouldn't Adam be saying, hey, to the You Look Nice Today people who are listening to this for the first time, <laughs> keep listening to it? Yeah, it really is a good show. I mean... 
Well, I guess you've listened up till now, so you don't need any further convincing. But yeah, yeah, Jordan does go. Did you hear the previous ninety minutes of quote unquote entertainment? We Convince just generated? them that every episode is this good. <laughs> yeah, it's a little long, uh, but you know, I, I mean, don't think so. No, <laughs> okay. I don't think so. And I think this has been the perfect length. Not a not a second wasted. In case you haven't heard, me and Adam have a new show uh, called "Put This On." Um, uh, it's online at putthison.com, uh, where we are blogging about men's clothes. Adam had a great blog post the other day uh, in which he explicated a scene from Community. Yeah, one of my only two or so blog posts so far. Jesse does most of the blogging. And Probably our most popular so far, though. Oh. Let's be honest. Oh, that's only because it had celebrities in it, though. <laughs> it's easy. See, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Tumblr aficionado. I know how to... Except, oh... Uh, if anybody out there knows what Tumblrity is, <laughs> oh my God, it's just like blown up on you know, the site that Jesse is doing for us. Uh, it's it's got like much higher Tumblrity. I'm than really I ever upset imagined. because Put This On is currently doing about four times as much traffic on a daily basis as MaximumFun.org. Um, I feel like my ten years of hard work. <laughs> no, it's all been leading up to this. <laughs> Anyway, you can watch our uh, you can watch our pilot there at putthison.org and where you know we're raising money for more and blah 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 blah. Um, we'll see you at Max Funcon, maxfuncon.com, and in the Max Fun Store at maxfunstore.com, and on the forum at maximumfun.org. Uh, if you want to email us, it's jjgo at maximumfun.org. If you want to give us a call, two zero six nine eight four four fun two zero six nine eight four four fun. If you want to ask our opinion about something, share a momentous occasion, a moment of shame. Uh, whatever and what have you, you can do so. Our theme music, Love You, by The Free Design, from Kites Are Fun, the best of The Free Design, uh, available from Light in the Attic Records. Jordan got a little bit bored and started pushing his nose into the microphone just now. Just a little one of these. <laughs> little one of these. <laughs> we'll be back. I'm like a seal. Next week on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Go. <laughs>